What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. I am recording live on a Wednesday from Texas. I, I normally try and wait until the week is over, or it's at least like Sunday, for me to record this stuff, but I will be flying to Phoenix on Friday. I'll be spending the weekend with Kat, who at Lift with Kat. She was on my podcast a few uh, back in like February, I think, if you've been a true listener. Um, but I'll be with her all weekend, so I don't really want to take time away from our time being together to record. And tomorrow, Thursday, is a travel day home, so this is what you're getting. <laughs> you're getting this. But a lot has happened since I've last talked to you on Sunday. There were more Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey updates, but we don't need to go... We, nothing too extravagant, like we don't really need to go into it. I will say that there are people who still don't believe though that they're dating. Listen, do, is it, are are they labeled boyfriend and girlfriend? Probably not. Like I, I wouldn't expect that at all. But the way that she's hanging with his mother, like putting her arm around her and stuff, or actually just the way that they drove off in a car together, like they definitely have been on dates. Like Hollywood terms, I would say they're dating. Normal person terms, I don't think they're dating. Like they're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but they're going on dates, aka dating. So that's it. I will, I, you know what? I'll say one thing on this and then we'll move on. I was going to go to the Jets game or the Chiefs game on Sunday because I knew she was going to be there. I found tickets for like $88 and then with fees, it'd be like 120 or something. And I stopped myself. Because I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning the next day to fly here to Austin. But when I saw the crowd, like the slew of people that she showed up with, I was like, God damn it. I missed out. Sophie Turner, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds. And then there was other people there, like Paul Rudd. I I missed out. I missed out, but you can't win them all. Um, anyway, though... I did get to watch today the new week of Dancing with the Stars. Spoiler alert, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, out so. Not really that disappointed, to be honest. She was uh, a little bit annoying to watch. Just, I don't know, in my maybe I'm jaded now because I view her as Zoe and then all that stuff, like weird stuff with Britney and... I don't know. I don't know, like, do we like Jamie? Do we not like Jamie? I don't really know what the deal is, but... Uh, there definitely were worse dancers than her, but she didn't make it. I got a little, got a little scared for Mauricio there. Got a little nervous because I'm not going to lie. His dance was bad. It was not good. But I voted for him 10 times and clearly my votes worked because he wasn't even in the bottom two. Thank you. Thank you. But that's that's really it. I did. Uh, that's it for Dancing with the Stars. I did watch Special Forces. Oh wait, I told you guys about that. When did I watch? Yeah, I guess I did tell you guys about that because I recorded on. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's awkward. Okay, so we won't talk about that because I haven't watched. <laughs> I haven't watched any more Special Forces, so we will not talk about that. Let's. Let's talk about Texas. I, I don't love Texas. I don't love it at all. Um, 
This is my second time being in Texas. The first time was to Houston. And let me tell you, Houston sucks. Houston is ugly. Houston is boring. I think the fitness community there sucks. It's not good. And that came out harsh, but honestly, I don't care. I went to Houston and I probably have told this story before on the podcast, but I went to Houston for the summer shredding event a while ago, like back in 2021. And that fitness community was honestly frightening. They were all like a cult. How many followers do you have? Like you should train with us. You should, you should use the same platform, like blah, 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 blah. And there was no, like, as far as actual physique and, like, gym skills, there was really no one to grow and learn around. Like, I go to Gold's in Venice, and I'm surrounded by the best of the best. And I'm picking up new things, and I'm meeting people who can help me. And I love going to Venice. And that's what uh, Mark and I talked about on last week's episode in my interview. Going to Houston was more of just like, join our secret cult that we're not calling a cult, but we're calling it online personal training, even though we've never trained a person in real life, ever. I'm being catty, but I don't care. It was not for me. Everyone was like, quit your job. Why are you working? Like, you went to college? And I'm like, yes, I did. And it's okay that you didn't. And it's okay that you don't have like a corporate job like I do. But it's also okay that I did go to college and I did get a degree and I'm making use of my degree. Sometimes I want to rip my hair out and those seem to be very frequent these days, but it's my life. I'm not judging you because you dropped out of college. Don't judge me because I completed it. That was the vibe, I don't know, that was the vibe that I got there. So I, I hate Houston, but Austin, I've heard really good things about. Unfortunately, I came in on a Monday and I'm leaving on a Thursday, so I'm missing all the fun days of the week, but that's what you get when you travel for work. Um, the downtown area is nice. I went to like the little, they, they have like, what is it, Second Street shops or something. It was nice. It's no Venice in Los Angeles, but it was nice. And I picked up a few goodies, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that Texas is kind of an ugly state, and I'm so sorry if anybody listening is in Texas. It's just not for me. You know, a lot of people say that Jersey's the armpit of the state, and they unfortunately fly in and see the butt-ugliest part of Newark, which is also in the Sopranos intro, so, like, why are we showing this off? But that's okay. It's not for everyone. I love L.A. L.A. is, like, my favorite city, and most people do not love L.A., and do not want to go to L.A., and I would die to live there right now. To each its own, Texas, not for me, but the gas is cheap. <laughs> like, that's when you know what you're getting old, because you look at things like the gas prices and notice that it's 308, and you're like, holy guacamole, look at those gas prices. God. I'm like, yeah, so that was, yeah. I don't, there's nothing more to say about gas prices. Um, I did get to check out some gyms, so I'll go over that in my weekly highlights. I don't want to steal that thunder. Now, I, I just, did I just say I get to check out? I checked out one gym, okay? I only saw one gym, but I liked it a lot, but that's not the point. We'll get to that. Um, other than that, what do I want to talk to you guys about? Oh, you know what I want to talk to you guys about? I have been obsessed with every 
lip product that's like plumping recently, okay? I've just been paying a lot of attention to that area. I recently discovered lip liner. I know. It took me 24 years, but I just discovered lip liner in it. I will never go back. It's the best thing ever. Makes my lips look great. I will probably never get lip injections, so we're just going with the liner and the gloss. Um, I've tried a few plumping glosses out. I started with the Dior one because it was a gift, and I was like, wow, this is so good. Like, I feel the tingle. And then I tried other brands and was like, oh, Okay, the Dior one, actually not worth spending your money on. The Too Faced one will do the job. Oh, dang, did I talk about this already on the podcast? I don't know. The Too Faced one will do the job, but I switched, and that used to be my favorite. But now the Kylie's my favorite. And I think I might have talked about this before and said that Too Faced is better than Kylie, but I've switched it around. The only thing about the Kylie one is I haven't had it for very long and it's already running out. So I don't know if that's like a user error and I've just been using it way too much or something happened. I don't know. But my current rankings, Kylie at number one, Too Faced at two. I've tried some other random brands that I can't remember. But I do have the, uh, as far as lip liner, I have Buxom, which if you're looking on YouTube, I have it right in front of me right now. I think that's how you pronounce it, Buxom, Buxom, I don't know, one of those. And then I also have the Too Faced Plumping one. That one's good. I don't really know, like, I guess it, like, kind of plumps you a little bit, like, it inflates that line, so fine. But I do have the Kylie one coming, so I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. But yeah, other, other than that, it's just been work. Hanging back in my hotel room, I will say... I did have plans. Like I was like, I'm going to go to the store and get some groceries and make my lunch. And that did not happen. It just did not happen. So yesterday was a full day of eating and I do get a little bit like, I'm not going to be just traveling this week. I'm going to be traveling next week too. And I do try and stay on my schedule and my normal routine when I'm traveling for work and not fun. But Sometimes it is what it is, and you just got to make the most of it. I've been making sure to stay consistent with my exercise routine and get a little extra movement in because yesterday I had a Chick-fil-A sandwich for lunch and barbecue for dinner, and that was definitely way over the calories that I'm eating at. But sometimes you got to make do, you know? I'll be home. I'll get back on my grind, and I'm really – I'm only going to stay in this deficit till the end of September – or October, excuse me – And then it's bulking season again. So yeah, that's that. But I do like to be transparent when I'm going through insecurities with you guys, just so you know that, you know, these are normal thoughts. And I've been, uh, my abs are are a little harder to find these days than they were, you know, like a week ago or so. And uh, that's just, it's okay. It's okay. So what am I doing? I put on a dress, nice loose dress. I can't look at anything. I can't tear myself apart. I'm just going to do the best that I can with the resources that I got and know that I, this is not permanent. I will be home. I will be home in a, a week, almost a week. Yeah. But that's all. That's all I'll blabber about. I suppose no interview this week, but we'll be back with an interview next week. Hopefully, if I can get my act together and find some time to actually sit down with someone. But without further ado, you know, let's just let's jump into this week's episode. All right, let's talk highlights. My health and fitness related highlight, definitely checking out a new gym. So 
Being in Austin, I follow a lot of people that go to Austin or go to Austin. Hello. That live in Austin. Thank you, Liz. And Lyft ATX has been on my radar. Look like a pretty cool gym. I love working out outside when I can. That's like the beauty of going to Gold's in Venice. Um, So I got to check it out. I will say it was nice paying $10 for a day pass and not the absurd amount that they charge you in LA. Whatever. Um, It was like a warehouse style gym. So there's an outside, there's an inside. I guess it doesn't really rain that often in Texas because I don't know what they do with that. But I guess it's the same thing that they do with Gold's. Like whatever, just... The rains, you deal with it. Um, there were, so I went on two days. I went for a quad day and I went for a back day. They had some machines that Kingdom doesn't have. So I got to use a V squat. And I like the V squats for sumo squats when I'm doing like a hammy day. But for quads, I just backed my little heels up and did a real narrow stance squat and it fired up my quads. It also had a leg extension that you could do single leg or both leg. Like it wasn't just one bar across. It was like two pads. And it honestly, it really showed the difference in strength in both of my quads. Like when I'm doing the normal leg extension, I think my right quad might be compensating a little bit for my left because doing these where the two legs weren't connected, my right leg was going up faster than my left. So that's something I that was something eye opening for me, like something that I didn't really realize that I was like, okay, I guess. I need to pay attention to that when I go back home and and make sure that I'm feeling it in both muscles evenly or, or just making a conscious effort to do so. Um, what else did they have? Uh, they just had some other stuff. Like they had like a landmine, like an incline supine landmine row, which is a lot of my eins. But basically it was like a T-bar with an incline bench in front of it so you could – be supinated, which is supinated means lying down and row in. I mean, we basically have the same thing at Kingdom. We have an extreme row, which is you're laying down and you row in, but it was just a little bit different. It was just a T-bar instead. So that was cool. I didn't really use it though. And then they had, which I got to tell John at Kingdom to get, I, would li- I like the, uh, lap pull down machines that are like the overhead ones and you could pull like you could isolate each side, if you know what I'm talking about. They had that machine, and that was nice. I enjoyed that. They uh, they did have a booty builder hip thrust machine though, and I I don't like those. I don't like those at all. Those hurt. To unlock them, I feel like I'm hyperextending my back, and that belt freaking hurts your pelvis. I do not like the booty builder. I like the Arsenal Strength hip thrust machine, the one that they have at Zoo Culture. That one is good. That one, I felt the burn. The booty builder felt like I was going to break my back. And at that point, it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Why would, you know? But it was a good gym. It was a little bit small, uh, but I liked the feel of it. I liked the vibe. The merch was disappointing, though. I was going to get a T-shirt, but they were all, like, dry fit. And I don't really do that. But, yeah. I mean, any, any final thoughts, Liz? No, I think we're good, Liz. Okay, we're good. Okay, we'll move on. My non-health and fitness related highlight, honestly, I had the plane row to myself coming here for four hours and nobody in front of me either. So I was able to do whatever the hell I wanted to. And that was a highlight in itself. At one point, because I'm a small human, I curled up and just put my feet 
on the seat next to me and I curled up into a little tiny ball, a little warm ball, and fell asleep that way like a little child. Because, but if you're small, you know, take advantage of it. And then there was nothing in front of me so I could fall asleep with my feet extended. I was just having a jolly old time, you know. Put my book on the seat next to me. Didn't have to worry about shoving things under the seat and getting them back out. It was, and, and the sun rose while we were in the sky. So it was just a nice four hours of not having to sit next to anyone and, and be as comfortable as I wanted to on this plane. It was not a bad plane ride at all, I'll tell you that much. But those are my two highlights, you know, as simple as trying out a new gym and being on a plane by yourself. Nothing fantastic, nothing riveting here, but I'm sure that there are two, two things that you could point out about your week. Traveling for work is, can be a highlight, you know? I feel like corporate America sucks the life out of you. I'm, uh, unless you get lucky, like, there are times where I'm actually just going to burst into tears. Um... But instead of being so quick to be like, this sucks, like I hate corporate America, fuck the nine to five, you know, the nine, like the nine to five lets me do things like travel to Texas for free and experience different parts of the country. So there are bright sides, even to the shit that makes us want to pull our hair out. And that is why we present weekly highlights each week to remind us of the beautiful parts of life. All right, well... This is slightly awkward. Remember about 10 minutes ago when I said that I was going to record this whole thing in Austin so I didn't have to do it over the weekend when I was in Phoenix? Well, I didn't do that. I am not going to lie. Sometimes rambling off for too long just makes my like throat dry. I need to take a little break and I just did not make it in time. Um, But that's okay because actually it gives me a little bit more to talk to you guys about before I get into what you really came here for. First of all, I need to switch my weekly highlight. I don't, I make the rules here. So I am saying that I can go back and revoke because I did not publish it yet. Um, On my flight Friday morning to Phoenix, I sat down, I'm minding my own business. I sit down in the, in my seat. I'm in seat 7F. These two, it, it was the first seat in, like behind first class. So these two men are in this seats, like the aisle seat and the middle seat, and I'm in the window. So I come rolling in with my big ass backpack. I have my big uh, wolf pack with me. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, guys. And they uh, don't get up at all. So I'm like swashing around. I literally had to like hold on to the seat because I almost slipped. I sit down, I do my thing take out my water, I take my meds for the morning, I take Sudafed before I go on flights. Uh, It's a nasal decongestion, so it helps with like the fluid in my ear so my ears don't hurt. I am chilling. I'm about to take my pods out. And I get get this notification on my phone and I had to triple check it because I could not believe my eyes. It said, your seat has changed. You are now in seat 4F. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in the first row that you can be, row seven, behind first class. This cannot be right. This cannot be right. So I go into my Apple wallet and sure enough, it's circled. It says 4F. I go into my United app. It says your seat has changed. You are 4F. Mama sitting in first class, baby. I have never flown first class before and 
honestly, I never like it, it was always like kind of like a bucket list item, like just to say that you've done it. And it wasn't that cool of a plane. Like I wish it was the ones that you could lie down. But ever since Jack Harlow really made the emphasis on first class, I have been waiting for this day. So I kicked back in a nice comfy chair. I passed the hell out and had myself an amazing flight after I had a glass of orange juice that they provided me. And I haven't, I know it was Tropicana. I know it was nothing special, but you know what? To me it was. Okay. So I'm going to revoke my highlight of being the only one in my seat to Austin. And I'm changing it to flying first class for the first time okay because I make the rules here and I'm allowed to do that second I get to Arizona they don't have to pay any tolls to go on any of their roads I was trying to explain I know like the turnpike and the parkway like the Garden State Parkway those are Jersey terms Pennsylvania has a turnpike I'm not sure about any of the other states but our interstate is like what we call the New Jersey Turnpike or the NJ Turnpike. And you got to pay to get on those bad boys. I got my easy pass. And it's it's honestly like, it's so annoying. I get it. The money goes to like fixing and upkeeping like the roads, whatever. But I got to take that to get to work. So I'm paying like $4 every time I go to work. It's whatever. Anyway, I found out today that Arizona doesn't have that on any of their roads. And their freeways looked pretty nice. We also just don't use that word, freeway. Like, we just don't. Um, But theirs looked pretty nice, so it had me questioning a lot of things. But that's what I needed to say. I'll get more into, like, my Arizona highlights and recap and stuff next week when I'm fully, uh, what's the word, when I've experienced all of it. Also, I'm seeing the Taylor Swift movie this week, so we will talk about that. But I just needed to do a little reverse, back it up, control all, delete, copy, paste, enter, whatever. Now I'm going on a tangent. My new weekly highlights. So that is our slight diversion. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I will not make this mistake next week. All right. I know sometimes I goof off here or I give a, like some opinionated stuff. But we're getting down to actual facts today. And this is something that's been bothering me that I feel like I need to bring to your guys' attention. I am, I appreciate it when I go out to restaurants and I've been seeing that more and more restaurants have been doing this. I personally appreciate it when they put the calorie count next to whatever you're eating. I do understand that for some people this can be triggering and that's a whole separate story, but I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna say it right now, America's fat. And I know that that's like a word right now. Like everyone's like, fat. You can't use that word. I'm not trying to target out like specific people here. Like I'm not sub tweeting, if that's what you want to call it, anyone. Like you just have to face the facts and us compared to other countries. Like we are the fattest country. Okay. Our portion sizes are the biggest. We have fast food everywhere. It's, and it's not all of our faults. Like it's just the way that this culture is like fast food is cheaper than going to the store and buying something organic. Okay, we know this. This is not new. But I think that from my own experience, you know, like I didn't really ever think of it. I think that we're we're uneducated and misinformed on what we are eating, like as far as how much, how many calories it is. 
You know, I've told you guys this, like my story before when I started getting into all this weightlifting and whatever. I was like high protein diet. I'm eating thing like I'm eating everything organic, low sugar, um, low sodium, like the healthier options. But I didn't realize how many calories I was taking in in a day. So is it unsettling when you go to Applebee's and a basket of chicken tenders and fries has 2,200 calories? Yeah, that's not a good number, but the facts are the facts, you know? And personally, I think that some of us could stand to look at that and realize like what we're putting into our body. But here's the kicker. Here's the part that really annoys me, especially as a trainer, I am certified to give out macronutrient plans. So I do these for my clients. Um, And I give them macros, like I give them what their protein, carbs, and fat should be and how many calories they should be eating based on what goals we're working towards. Okay? So that's what I give them. And then it's on them to make sure that they're, you know, weighing their stuff out if that's what they need to do and plugging it in to make sure that everything's completely accurate. Like I'll have, and you don't have to. By the way, if this is something that's unhealthy for you or you just don't want to live that way, then then this that's totally your prerogative. But let's throw an example. Like say I have a client who's like, I've been doing everything right. I swear, like, I don't know what's going on. I'll be like, okay, we need to get a food scale. We need to download my fitness pal. It's fine. And I really need you to track down like everything that you put in your body in a day and let's solve the problem. And that should work, right? It's science. You're tracking it down. And if you're eating in like a caloric deficit consistently, you should be losing weight. That's science. This is not new information to any of you guys. Here's the kicker. Here's like where the ball drops. And it might piss you off, actually. Nutrition labels have a grace period, like a a buffer on their calories What do I mean by that? Let me read you a quote. So I heard this a while ago and then um, I kind of just forgot about it and whatnot, but let me pull it out of my history because I had it up and then I had to book a hair appointment, but that's not the point. Okay. According to the FDA, food products can contain as much as 20% more calories than what is printed on the label. For example, a Lean Cuisine shrimp and pasta dish, not really... Not really sure why that was the example they picked, but sure. A Lean Cuisine shrimp and pasta dish stated a count of 250 calories. Researchers found it actually contained 319 calories, which is a difference of 28%. On the other hand, a South Beach living turkey meal had a lower calorie value than stated, 222 calories versus the actual 212. To me, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. I get it like... For me, when I am making something from scratch, say I am making um, chicken and rice and Brussels sprouts, okay? Let's just say that's a really boring like meal, but whatever, just for simplicity's sakes. A chicken is a raw ingredient. You know, a chicken breast. Like, there's nothing that goes into it. It's just the chicken breast. Same thing with rice. Comes right from the ground. Same thing with the Brussels sprout. Comes right from the ground. It's not like a piece of pasta. It's not a cheese it. It's not a piece of cheese, you know? It's um it's it's right from the ground. Those things I measure out 
and I know exactly what it is, okay? If I measure it out and it's four ounces of raw chicken, then that is 110 calories. That's I'm just going roughly, you know, like this is an example. I measure out half a cup of rice, that's 200 calories, okay? My point is that that is that. There is no other ingredients that go into making a chicken, right? Great. Now let's say I want to be, I want to make, um, what's something that I make? Protein pasta. Let's say I want to make a protein pasta salad. So I have my Barilla protein pasta. I've got some chicken. I normally throw in some cheese. I'll throw, I'll cut up some tomatoes, some onions, some cucumbers. Okay, I'm good on the chicken. I'm good on the tomatoes. I'm good on the cucumbers. I'm good on the onions. But... Or maybe pasta is a bad example. I don't know. Let's, I'm getting too far into this example. Okay, let's just say with pasta, they're not counting like exactly how much of each ingredient goes into each little noodle. You know, you can bank on the fact that it's probably the same. Uh, Same thing with like an Oikos triple zero yogurt, you know? You might open it and one might be slightly lower than the other. These machines or whatever's filling up these things try to make it the most accurate that it is, but it's not always going to be so. Does that make sense? Did I lose you or do I still have you? I don't know. Anyway, so I guess that's why they have this little buffer. But to me, it's kind of fucked up. Like it's fucked up that a lot of us don't know this too because it's hard enough that a lot of us don't pay attention to nutrition labels. We don't realize what we're putting into our body. But then we sit there, and it might not be exactly accurate. Anyway, and I don't know what the solution is. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the solution is. I, For me, I've just been hitting my macros and my calories, following my own plan, and yes, I could always look a little bit better, but it's worked for me, and that's fine. I just think it's messed up. Um Let's just say, let's, or let's see what it says here. Why? The calories in a packaged food product can differ from what is stated on the nutrition facts label. And you may be getting more calories than you bargained for. Okay, okay, okay. We know that. A factor that can affect calorie accuracy is the way a food was prepared. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Of course, adding oils or sauces to your food will add calories, but what if you prepare your food with no added ingredients? Some research suggests that the cooking method may change calorie absorption. In a study conducted on almonds, for instance, metabolizable, metabolizable, that's a hard word to say, metabolizable energy, I don't even know what that is, changed based on whether the nuts were natural, roasted, or ground into butter. Almond butter has the most calories. Natural almonds, the least, although the differences were slight. Okay. Um, that's basically the same as saying, you know, if I make chicken and I don't use any oil on it, it's going to be 110 calories. I throw in the olive oil, it's going to be a little bit more. So that, that's, well, that's another story. So that's all I had to say on nutrition labels. They might not be what they, what they are. Second, my problem with restaurants and stuff and like going to places and seeing things like like going to the freaking Cheesecake Factory. Everything on the Cheesecake Factory is like 1,200 plus calories. Personally, I know like they like to add a lot of oil and all that kind of stuff that makes the um, 
oh my gosh, I'm losing the ability to speak. They like to add oil and all that stuff that makes the food quote unquote taste better. But if we as Americans just dialed back on that kind of stuff, I think our taste buds would get used to it. I mean, I don't really cook with a lot of oil. At home, I use like the olive oil spray or sometimes I'll use like a little bit of olive oil because it just adds so much fat and like unnecessary calories. So that's why when you go out to eat, your pasta dish is like 800 calories. When I make it at home, it's like 300, you know? And and I say it all the time and you know what's a big one? Chipotle. So... I worked at a place very similar to Chipotle growing up, like, all through high school and college. So I know how they prepare, these places prepare their food. You're going to Chipotle thinking you're getting something healthy. You're getting rice. You're getting beans. You're getting salsa. You're getting chicken. There you go. Bodybuilders dreams. In in high school, all the cool guys loved to go to Chipotle after they went to retro fitness and show everyone their bowls. Okay. And yes, you are getting the protein in. That ain't a lie. But let me tell you, and uh, will anybody come for me if I say this? Probably not. The way that we used to make rice, our recipe was we would take like a eighth pan or a third, no, a third pan of rice, a half a cup of olive oil. It wasn't even olive oil. It was just like vegetable oil. Do you know how many calories is in a half a cup of vegetable oil? Hold on. Let's look this up right now. Let me ask Miss Siri. By the way, I hate using Siri. Like sometimes I think it's really icky, but desperate times call for desperate measures. Siri, how many calories is in half a cup of vegetable oil? Here's what I found. 964 calories. Okay. Is half a cup of vegetable oil necessary? No. No. Ew. And then we also put like a tablespoon of salt and half a cup of lemon juice. That like that instantly turned me off. Like when I go to Chipotle, I'll ask them and be like, do you guys have plain rice? Because half a cup, granted, I'm not eating the whole third pan of rice, but still that is so much unnecessary oil in all places do it. They douse their pans in it so nothing sticks. So it tastes better. You go out to eat and you have bread with like the olive oil, like at an Italian restaurant, you are dumping things in your system. Um, Same thing with like the meats, like the way that they're so oversalted, the sodium level is through the roof. Of course, there's oil in it, whatever. I, I, I just, it disappoints me the way that we cook in America and the way that we eat. I don't think that portion sizes need to be so large. First of all, so much food goes to waste here. In the United States, it's actually sickening and disgusting. I, for one, rarely finish my food when I go out to eat. And growing up, my parents were always like, you know, we we paid for this, so either take it home or finish it right now. And then I would do the thing where I finished it, and I would feel really ill and bloated and not hungry and just gross for the rest of the night. I don't like doing that to myself. I don't know when it was. It must have been a few years ago where I sat myself down and was like, you don't have to do that to yourself. If it makes you feel ill when you go out to eat and you clear your plate because you feel like you need to, that is not healthy. 
Who wants to like? And then it, it's like, what's the point of even going out if that's how you're gonna feel after? You know. So I'm getting sidetracked here, but I I just don't think that our portion sizes need to be as big as they are. And then we go to places like nice upscale restaurants or restaurants in different countries. And we're like, oh, my God, the portion size. Or like, I'm going to order the one with the most food on the plate. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. And I think the portion sizes, portion sizes and the preparation of food is a huge reason why America's obese. I mean, there's other reasons. Again, don't yell at me. I'm just saying the facts. There's other reasons that go into it. But we just do not cook at the same level that other countries cook at. And we just eat way too damn much. I am not going to lie. We eat way too damn much. And I, I think like the, one of the, or I think I might have already said this already, but the part that frustrates me most, it seems like all the parts frustrate me the most. We're not doing anything about it. And I'm a big believer, you know, like if you don't have a healthy body, if people aren't living long lives, like healthy lives, then we're not going to have people to run businesses if we don't have people to run businesses we're not going to have a good economy like you know what I mean it's all like a trickle-down effect but but we have the stupid thing like when when Michelle Obama was the first lady she became the first lady when I was in fourth grade and what she was the first lady for eight years so up until like my junior year of high school I cannot tell you a single thing about her like health initiative that was supposed to be her whole first lady project except for that video of her being like my favorite fall vegetable is a sweet potato okay so as the children that she's supposed to be educating to become healthier that's all I remember from that period I feel like we need to get stricter with what we like put in our food like in Europe they have laws against what chemicals can't be in their food okay And we, like, I just feel like there needs to be regulation so we can maybe, like, take care of our people. And maybe we'll be, like, a happier nation. You know, it's not going to fix everything, but I I just, I don't know. It concerns me sometimes how little people care about their health. And I'm not saying you got to track everything that goes into your body. You guys know that I preach balance. It's just... I think that these are things that we need to be aware of. So I wanted to point it out to you guys that this is a thing that's going on and to pay attention. You know, if you're somebody who struggles with weight loss or like your physique, pay attention to your portion sizes and keep like keep that 20 percent margin or buffer in in your mind. You know, it's one of those things like I used to be a repeat offender of going into the snack drawer and being like, oh, it's just one pretzel. And then like 12 pretzels later, I'm like, oh, I actually just consumed another 150 calories. Okay, great. You know, so take what you will with that. Maybe one day we can cause an uproar together, make a little stand that nutrition labels need to really work to be more accurate. They need to figure it out. Y'all pay me enough to figure out a solution. Um, And maybe just you know, care a little bit more about what we put into our bodies and how much we do. That would be nice. That would be nice to see from Americans instead of everybody else just calling us fat slobs. And if you get offended by somebody saying you're a fat slob, take a look. I don't know. Reevaluate. That's what I'm saying. That's so going to get me canceled for saying that. Um, Okay. Before I close this out, hold on. That did not come out right at all. You should not be calling people fat slobs 
as an insult and like just to be mean to somebody. But if you're somebody who gets offended by people saying America's fat, take a look at your habits. Like let's do a little self-reflection and think about what we could do about that. So at least you could be like, yeah, America's fat, but I'm not, you know? And I hate that like, I know fat has like a negative connotation to it and it's not, I am not speaking about this in a body like physique way at all. I'm talking about your gut, your heart health, your liver, you know, the things that are going to help you live a long and happy life. Cause that's what I want. That's what I want for all of y'all. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Make sure that you subscribe to me on YouTube at Lifts with Liz. I am trying to put up more vlogs. I just did. I put up one last week of me and Marissa doing our leg day. So if that's something that floats you about, go give it a thumbs up. Make sure that you follow the podcast on Instagram. Please, 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 please. And leave a rating and a review if you can at Confessions of a Gym Rat. And then follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. I love you all. Have a happy and healthy week. And try not to put so much dang vegetable oil and salt into your body. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Don't know where that came from. I got to sign off before this gets much worse. <laughs> <laughs>